Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Bosby. All right, go, go ahead and say that again, brother. Go, talking to the... Good morning, everybody, and welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. Man, it is spring. I love spring. The weather is great outside, and I hope y'all are enjoying a good day Saturday, good day today. It's spring. I love spring. You know, color outside, the leaves, and, and you know, it's it's the vibes outside is just great. I don't know about you, but I love the spring. Joe, how do you like the spring, man? Well, I really like the spring out here in California. Now, at home, when it was springtime, we would have this yellow-green stuff everywhere called pollen. And, boy, <laughs> that stuff would kill you. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, you think COVID's bad. You ain't ever had a good dose of pollen if you think COVID's bad. And so I like being out here on the, on the where are we at? The West Coast. Not the East Coast, the West Coast, because there ain't no pollen out here. We had a... A family come join our church, our, our Spanish pastor and his family, and the first week they were in Georgia was it was it was springtime, and right in the heart of it. And they woke up one morning and they'd never seen pollen before because they're from out here in California. They'd never seen pollen before, and so when when they walked out one morning and saw pollen all over their car, I mean, literally, uh, Mrs. Barrios thought that you know we were bombed by the Russians or something like somebody, some China or somebody sent off like a huge bomb and. Wow. I mean, everything was looking green. Wow. So, yeah, I like spring out here. Nah, it's 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 good. A few weeks ago, we had been out sold when in just the beginning of spring then, and it was it was great. I loved it. I loved the view. I loved that place. We were at South San Jose, and you know what, guys? The city that we live in is beautiful. Yeah. The places where we go to sold when is beautiful. The people are amazing. I, I know there are a lot of negatives, but you know what? The people are amazing. I mean... Golden State Baptist College. People are amazing. The, the staff, amazing. Everybody who we be with, everywhere we go, they're just amazing. I love it. I love it. You know what? I want to I wanna really take time Please to, do, brother. to thank people. Please do. We've been meaning to do that for several weeks. Thank go ahead, people. Brother. Because, again, I, I, was, I was in a class of mine, and, and, and the teacher said, hey, we work for the wilderness. I mean, amazing. Great. Thank you guys you. are thank doing you. good. Thank you. You know, we, we, we thank that so much. And one of, our, one of our friends said, hey, I listened to it because of, because of Elena. Thank you, Alina. Yep. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for your help. Thank you so and, much. And, you know, I was at church, and a person came by and said, he said, hey, I listened to your podcast, and, and, and thank you so much. It's a blessing. We love you guys. It's, an, it's, it's you know, it's encouraging. It and is. that's what we want. And, and again, the, the, you know, he said, Elena hooked us up. Thank you yep. again. Thank you again. Thank you so much. I had a guy tell me one time, I won't tell you who he was. Because I don't want to make you cry. <laughs> but he came up to you and he was like, man, I love the podcast. You know, I appreciate you. And, you. and then when you walked away, he turned to me and said, I like the podcast is because you're the star of the show. <sighs> brother, I appreciate it. Amen, that brother. So Amen. Much. But that's just not true. That's just not true. I mean, folks will get tired of hearing this southern accent, this country kid from Georgia talking. But you, I don't I mean, think so. You 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 get our dear beloved friend over here mm, named Jonathan. Come Bashmi. on, Jonathan it's not me. Joe it's Shia not Bashmi me. It's not India. me. 
Welcome to a verb for the wilderness. See, I, I'm trying to get it right. I'm trying to get it right. You're doing I need help. Good. I need help with English. I can't I, help you. Guys, I've been, I've been, I've been, you can't help me, Joe. You cannot. I know you cannot help me. You know, I, I make sure that when I'm with Joe, that I behave. And he, he makes sure that he behaves too, because you know what? Sometimes what we speak wouldn't mean what we mean but people would take it the wrong way i've been using i've been using a bunch of wrong words and i never meant it that way but right. you know i gotta learn some good english you know if you hear anything bad help me out help me out if you hear anything funny laugh but help me out when you see outside help me out tell me jonathan you're, you're you know you pronounced it wrong or you're told you're told wrong what do i say mobile phone and yeah. you are laughing that's how we mobile say it phone. that's that how we right. say it no, it's mobile. That, we don't that. even say mobile. It's just the phone. <laughs> it's just the phone. Good. I, I was preaching up in Wisconsin, mm -hmm. and I, there you go. I said, here you go. This is the mobile phone. And they were looking at me thinking, what in the world is wrong? And, yeah. and you know, it took a long time for them to get to know. Mm -hmm. And then I had to take my phone out of my pocket and show this is what I meant. And I've had, I've had things like that. I've had things like that. Well, folks, Micah Christians just sent me a text, a picture of a grill for $4,000 at Home Depot. So if you'd like to buy a grill for $4,000 <laughs> at Home Depot, go buy a grill for $4,000 at Home Depot. Amen. Well, buy a grill, cook some steak. Ooh, I love steak. I, I know you all love steak. I love it I too, love brother. steak. You know, uh, last month we, we had been out and mm -hmm. we, we, we bought steak. We bought a lot of steak. We ate it for two days and we it was did. amazing. It I love steak. Yeah, the weather is good. Spend some time with your friends. Go out. Spend some time with your family if yeah. you're at home. Get some steak. Cook some steak. You know, have a great time. The Lord is good. Yes. It, it's, it's, it's just great. Our God is an amazing God. I've already used amazing four times, I think. More than four times. But but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn. I'm, I'm trying to get there. Splendid. Before I forget, that's again, sugar. No, that's what you put in sweet tea. Never mind. We want to wish our dear, dear friend a happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Miss Mariah Henderson, happy birthday to you. Now, it's like a week late. We celebrate, well, it was last Sunday. We celebrated it on Monday. Mariah, happy birthday to you. I don't know if she listens to this or not. Probably not. I wish she does. Happy birthday, Mariah. And even if she doesn't, Elena, hook her up. Oh, yeah, yeah. She She'll listens. take care of it. Yeah, appreciate that. And uh, I love today's message, guys. It's about David. I love You love it. You David. haven't even heard it yet. I love David. I, I know it's going to be good. Hey, if it's preached from the KJV, it ought to be good, my friend. Yeah, it true. ought to be good, my Amen. friend. I love David. Joe, let it rip, man. Let it rip. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to take you to, first of all, to Psalm 51. And I do. I love the, this character in the Bible named David. He's just, he's really a wonderful man. He's a wonderful guy. And I appreciate all that he did. And when you look at David's life, the first thing that kind of sticks out to you is David and Goliath. That's the first thing you, you think about. David fought that giant. David not only fought that giant, but he defeated that giant. And what a great victory that was. But although David could defeat that giant named Goliath, that enemy, that foe to himself and the nation of Israel, there was another giant in David's life David could just, he, he, he couldn't get over. There was a giant in David's life that he could not defeat. There was, there was a giant in David's life that, I don't know, he's, he always struggled with this giant. It was his own flesh. It was his own sin. It was something that he was weak in. It was an area in his life 
And that's where David, uh, that's where the devil fought. And you'll find oftentimes in that area in your life where you're weak, where you draw the line, that's where you're going to have to fight. David was not a perfect man. Now, yes, the Bible does say he was a man after God's own heart. And how we all ought to strive to, to live up to that perhaps in our own life, to be a man after or a lady after God's own heart. But David was not a perfect man. David had problems. David had failures. There were times in David's life where he did struggle and he did not pass the test. And he did not win the victory like he did in the Valley of Elah in 1 Samuel 17. But I love this about the Bible. The Bible is a perfect book, but it tells us about imperfect people. Because here's why, Jonathan, if the Bible, that perfect book, was filled with perfect people, we wouldn't have anybody to relate to. Because I don't know about you. I know your mama says you're perfect, but I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't believe it for, for one second. I know my mama don't say I'm <laughs> perfect. No, she, she, she reminds me all the time how imperfect I am. Right. But if the Bible was filled with perfect people, we wouldn't have anybody to relate to. But, but here's what God does in his sovereignty and in his power and his providence. In his inspiration, God gives us the ups and the downs of all these great characters. Abraham was a great man, but he failed. And Moses was a great man, but he failed. And David, he was a great man. He was a great soldier. He was a great servant. He was a great singer. He was a great songwriter. He was a great shepherd. But David was a great sinner. And there came a day when David failed in his life. But here's what he did. He got it right with God. As soon as he could and as soon as Nathan, the, uh, the prophet, came to him and said, Look, you know, David, thou art the man. And by the way, I thank God for a man of God that wasn't afraid to point out the king's sin. And he wasn't afraid to go stand before the king in his position and his possession and his power did not intimidate Nathan, the man of God. But Nathan, that preacher, came up and said, Look, David, you're in trouble. You've done wrong against God. I've got to point this out to you and you've got to get it right. But guess what David did? Did. David did not rebel. David did not get angry. Here's a contrast between David and Saul. Jonathan talked about Saul last week. Saul could not repent. He would not repent. He would not get things right. He would blame others and he would, he would, he would pass the buck to others, but he would not accept the blame for himself. David was the complete opposite. That's why God loved David. That's why God liked David. That's why David was a man after God's own heart. Why? Because he got things right with God. And we found something was wrong in his life. He got it fixed as soon as he could. Here's what we ought to do. Keep a short list with God. Keep a short list with God. Always make sure, you know what, if you do something wrong and the Holy Spirit comes by and convicts you about that, hey, get it right. Get it right. Keep a short list with God. And here in Psalm 51, this 51st Psalm, you know, there's a lot we could talk about David. There's tons. In fact, Jonathan, I, I forgot to tell you about this, but maybe, maybe, maybe soon once we're done with this in, in some of the future series, we ought, to, we ought to do a series on dealing with David because you could talk about how David was chosen. You could talk about David and, and his conflict. You could talk about David and his character, David and his compassion, David and his companions, David and, 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 his, and his confusion, David and his carnality, 2 Samuel 11. But here we have David. Uh, Dave, did I say Daniel? I bet I said Daniel all those times. I, I don't David. Know. David. I said, you said David. You're I right. said David. Right. Okay. Go on, brother. All right, David. Here in Psalm 51, we see David and his confession. And you know what? We always talk about revival and how we want revival. But really, Psalm 51 is the recipe for revival. Because when you repent and you get right with God on a personal level, then we can see, begin to see revival at a public level. But look how he begins in Psalm 51. Look at the first four words, have mercy upon me. 
There's no introduction. There's no excuses given. There's no backstory. All David begins with those four words, have mercy upon me. Hey, get to the point. When you're talking to God, be direct, be bold. Tell him what you're coming for. And in this case, David knew he had no other argument. He had no other plea. He could not bring his merit to God. All he could do was cast himself at the mercy of God. And by the way, that's a pretty good place to cast yourself on. That's a pretty sure foundation. God's mercy never fails. He said, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Here's what David's asking for. God, get rid of it. God, there's something in my life. There's something in my flesh. There's something that I've done wrong, and I don't want it there anymore. Oh, God, blot it out. Oh, God, wash me, and God, cleanse me. Look what he says in verse number three. For I acknowledge my transgression, and my sin is ever before me. Notice these personal pronouns here. David is not uh, blaming it on anybody else. He's not blaming it on Bathsheba. He's not blaming his sin on Uriah. He's not blaming his sin on Nathan. He's not blaming his sin on nobody else. David is accepting it for himself. Have mercy upon me. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me cleanse me, mine iniquity, my sin. I acknowledge my transgression. Look what he says in verse number seven. Purge me with hyssop. I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Skip a couple verses more to verse number 10. Very, very, very classic verse. Very well-known and familiar portion of scripture. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I like verse number 11. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Have you ever, Jonathan, have you ever realized in your walk with God, you can be so close? And there are times and there are seasons where you're so close to God. I mean, you could, you could reach out and touch heaven. I mean, that's how close you are to God and how, how right you are with God and how in tune you are with God. But that moment you sin and that moment you make a mistake, you seem so far away. You seem like you can't even get close to God. It seems like you, you can't even get a prayer heard. Oh, here's what David realized. He realized, you know what? I'm, a, I'm not as close to God as I ought to be. I'm not as close to God as I used to be. I'm not as close to God as I could be. Oh, God, I don't ever want to be so far away from you again. I don't want to be a prodigal from your presence ever again. Cast me not away from thy presence. Verse number 12, restore unto me the joy of, watch this, thy salvation. And uphold me with thy free spirit. David realized, you know, it's not my salvation. It's not mine to give. It is his salvation. And only he can restore unto me the joy of thy the Lord's salvation. I want to point out this one last verse to you before we uh, close out the broadcast. Verse number 18 of Psalm 51. Here's what David says. He says, Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Look at this statement. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Now David kind of shifts from his personal, from looking at himself, and he begins to look at uh, his nation. But here's a great application there. David's sin is, is fresh in his mind. David is thinking about the mistake that he's made. David is thinking about the transgression, the iniquity, the, the sin that he has just committed. And here's what he says. Lord, build thou the walls of Jerusalem. David asks for protection. And I don't believe he's just asking for protection for his country. I think he's asking for protection for himself. David says, God, build a wall around me. God, build a, a, a barrier and keep the devil away from me. A wall that is impenetrable by, by the forces of hell and impenetrable by the powers of darkness. Lord, build up a wall. God, keep that sin away from me. Keep that temptation away with me, uh, away from me. Almost like Paul in the New Testament saying, put on the whole armor of God. So here's what we ought to take away from this. Get right with God. If there's sin in your life, and I say this to Joe Motes too, oh Lord, if there's sin in your life, 
get it right with God. Keep a short list with God. Always make sure you, you, you are as close to God as you can be. And, and then here's another one. Ask God to build a wall around you and keep the devil far from you and keep temptation away from you and keep you as pure as you can be. Amen. Thank you so much, Joe. It just takes, us, takes, a, takes me back to that one verse that blessed are the pure in heart mm-hmm. for they shall see God. You know, sin cannot have a power over you. Confess your sins and let the peace and the joy of God rule over your hearts. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. Before I end it, I really want to ask you all to please like and please write us a review on the podcast, on yeah. the app. And, and also, please give us five stars and help us to spread this to people. Until next time, trust God and do good and have a great week again ahead. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> there you go, brother. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.